3: Welcome to Hello Somebody, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia, where we rage against the machine, where we raise our voices against injustice and stand up for justice, where we embrace hope and joy with an optimism for a brighter, more just future. Each week, I'll be dropping knowledge, whether it's a solo episode from me or a hearty discussion with esteemed guests doing great things in spaces and places of politics, entertainment, social justice, and beyond. We get real, baby. I mean, really real. We get honest. We get up close and personal for you. Yes, you, because everybody is somebody. Before we begin, I want to give a special shout out to my team. Thank you, Sim, Tiffany, Sam, and the team over at Good Juju Studios, Erica England, Pepper Chambers, the hot one, and my social media team. Hello, everybody. On this episode of Hello Somebody, I'm calling on everybody. Well, the Supreme Court of the United States of America finally did it with the conservative majority. They have crushed Roe v. Wade. On Friday, June 24th, they did that. 2022, that's the year we're in. And people are never going to forget this particular day and this deed of the Supreme Court, which is one of the worst decisions this court has made in the history of this country. We knew that this shit was going to happen. So no one should be surprised. We know that there was a leaked memo from the Supreme Court stating that they were going to undo Roe 50 years. 50 years. And to really understand the history of abortion in this country, why Roe v. Wade is so important to the the fabric of protecting people's rights, their autonomy, their ability to control their bodies. So is Roe today, what will it be? tomorrow. And the thing that is really with me is this faux outrage by the Democrats. We know that the GOP, they're fascists and they're working their fascist agenda. The overturning of Roe v. Wade was decades in the making. This was no surprise. The Republicans put this out decades ago that they were going to attempt to do this. Trump and his presidency mentioned creating a very conservative court. And the Republicans have been working their agenda because they have a long view. So I want everybody to know that this bullshit that we are enduring right now did not just happen overnight. It was a slow build to this particular moment. I'm tired of the GOP's fascism and I'm also tired of Democrats allowing it. This makes no sense whatsoever. And all the marches and the pouring out into the streets, while I appreciate it and I respect it, it is so after the damn fact. It is. Even though we knew that the leaked memo was almost a certainty, like 99.9% that the court was gonna do it, the fact that it has happened. And so I do understand people's raw emotions, but we gotta turn that rage into action. Now that the Supreme Court has spoken, the majority of the Supreme Court has spoken on Roe, there are very few things that can be done to turn the tide on this. And when I say very few things, I don't mean that there is nothing that can be done because there's always something that can be done. And let me tell you what can be done. The Congress can codify Roe, period. Just go ahead and codify it into law. Congress can still have the last say on this, which brings me to the fact that Democrats have the majority. Let that not be lost on us while we're dealing with some crazy ass Republicans, no doubt. I mean, it's beyond crazy. We're also dealing with the fact that the Congress is not helpless in this. That they can change this. It can be changed. Just go ahead and codify. But in order to codify Roe, we need to undo the filibuster. So you got Manchin out there saying that he's shocked and surprised and how they were lied to. Well, you know what, Manchin? If you really feel that way, then just go ahead and encourage the president. Since you are the president, are you the shadow president? Encourage the president of the United States of America to get out there and push for the filibuster to be gone, take away the filibuster, and then the Senate can go ahead and vote. And then all we need is a majority, simple majority, instead of a supermajority of the Senate to pass these types of bills. It is just as simple as that. But these mofos playing games, that's what they're doing already. Emails have gone out from the Democrats predictably. We predicted this fundraising off of this. And what I say to the people, to the Democrats, especially the people, not these electeds, don't give them a damn dime. What are we giving them money for? Don't give them anything because they they're not holding up their end of the bargain. And they have abdicated their responsibility to stand strong and to fight like hell. That's what's going on here. And this is a game. For so many of these people. I mean, can you believe these mofos got out here singing? (laughs) I mean, you can't even make this up. House Democrats came together to sing God bless fucking America. Well, it was God bless America. I put the fucking part in there. God bless America. I mean, they look like fools. Just literal fools out there singing God bless America. When you got the power. Now, I do want God to bless America, but you got people in there who got the power who have decided to abdicate that power and get out there and make some damn fools of themselves by singing God bless America when the court just did away with Roe v. Wade. And now you're going to have trigger laws that are going to go into effect all across this nation. Because the states and the majority of them are controlled by conservative Republicans. They were in the ready, baby. Legislature in my home state of Ohio, as soon as the world was undone, and they knew it was going to be undone, abortions are illegal in the state of Ohio. And as Marianne Williamson laid out in one of her tweets, and I'm, I'm quoting from it, of the 13 trigger laws set to go into effect, only five of them include exceptions for rape or incest. These people have lost their ever loving minds if they ever had them. Now, that's Turner. That's me. And Marianne goes on also in those states. The severe criminalization of doctors for performing abortions will make it difficult for any woman to get an abortion there. This will cause much pain. True that. We have Pastor Bernice King laying it out. This is the frame. White male heterosexual Christian. Supremacy is a dangerous, destructive ideology. It will dismantle democracy to get its way. Hello, that is an irrefutable fact. That's that. I want neoliberals to pretend that the filibuster is a group of progressives running for Congress. I dare them to do it because that means they'll put their all into doing away with it. And for the people, you know, the, the cinemas and the mansions of the world, I'm old enough to remember when Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema voted to carve out the filibuster to raise the debt ceiling. That was all oh, in December of 2021. They can do so to codify role. So to the people who are joining me on this episode, we must not, we must not, we must not, we cannot accept the bullshit ass excuses. That are being made, and how this Congress and this President is acting like they are helpless. What I'm saying to you: no donations until legislation. They don't deserve a dime. And then for these so-called pro-life mofo's, they pro-birth because they not pro-life. Because these are the same people who will not lift a finger to ensure that that child or those children live a magnificent life. They the same mofo's that don't believe in Medicare for all. That's them. They the ones. So, again, I'm tired of the GOP's fascism, and I'm also tired of the Democrats allowing it. I'm tired of the excuses that people are making in order not to do the right thing. We got some of the most powerful people in the world playing games. And the fact is, hell, I demand more of of my toddlers. I have higher expectations of my toddlers than I do for this Congress and this president. That ain't saying a lot. And you got the Democrats out there saying, vote in response. Vote. Hell, we voted, and we voted they asses in a majority, and they haven't done diddly with it that changes material conditions. That's it. So not only can we tell, let's see how we get them to act. They can pretend like they're going after progressives by going after the filibuster. We also could tell them that the filibuster supports Medicare for all. Then maybe they'll come out against the filibuster. Whatever it takes to get these mofos to act. (laughs)
0: So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com/ben all lowercase. Go to shopify.com/ben.
3: The GOP is there they're just brazen when it comes to them pushing the issues that they want. They throw Rules right out the window, but then you got these sorry, spineless Democrats trying to play by the rules. Did you see how brazen the GOP was about appointing their justices? Because they knew this moment was going to come and overturn and roll. This was planned. This was calculated. This is not something that happened overnight. So do you think they aren't going to abolish the filibuster as soon as they had the power? Dems need to abolish the filibuster and expand the court. It really is the only way out at this moment, because the minute the Republicans have the Senate and the White House, they will abolish the filibuster. They will strip voting rights away and the Supreme Court will uphold it. They uphold anything that GOP passes. And that's why Roe should matter to everybody, whether or not you believe that a woman should have a right to control her own body in the instance of deciding whether or not she was going to have an abortion or not. See, this is bigger than abortion. This is the erosion of rights. That's what this is. So again, abortion is now banned in at least nine states, including my state of Ohio, with trigger bans and several more to take effect. And you know what these mofos out here doing? Instead of standing strong and pushing, and I'm talking to the the people out here, instead of pushing and making a demand on these damn Democrats... You got the neoliberal bunch who would rather blame my sister, Susan Sarandon, than to blame the system that gives the minority majority rule. This ain't complicated. Why? The only way out that we have in this moment to push back against this rotten ass Supreme Court decision is to abolish the filibuster. That's it. They got to do something instead of giving thoughts and prayers. Jesus, thoughts and prayers is not a strategy. I'm also old enough to remember when the Democratic Party elites was out there campaigning just recently in Texas against a pro-choice candidate. They were supporting an anti-choice candidate. That just happened in Texas just a few months ago, a couple of months ago, even a few months ago. All of this was in the making. All of it. This stuff is not new. I saw... And I actually tweeted about this. This came from the Onion headline. Democrats take off gloves, fold them neatly, put them in a nice little box. That's what they've been doing the whole time. So we have a problem. We really do. And it got to be solved. I just don't understand what the hell are we waiting for? And why don't we make some demands on these people? We take to the streets. Let's take to the streets. And let these mother, Ooh, let these people know that we see them and we're not going to continue to play the games with them. That's it right there. I want to draw your attention to <laughs> and Lord, these motherfuckers. not only is my sister Susan Sarandon being blamed, I forgot, you know, I'm being blamed. Breejoy Joy is being blamed. Uh, Marianne Williamson is being blamed. I mean, these people are crazy as hell. I mean, they really are. I mean, if I had all of that kind of power, If Susan had all of that kind of power, baby, we would use that power to turn some things around. You hear me? A lot of things would be turned around. So Democrats need to get a goddamn backbone is what they need to get. True that. So anyway, outrage is in order. So we outraged and it is in order. So make a demand on these damn politicians that's playing these damn games. Make a demand. I double dare you. Do it. Make it. I want to draw your attention now that I got that rant off my chest to a very good article that I read that really lays out what the stakes are and really what is going to happen to this Supreme Court. We'll never be trusted again. And the title of it is Ending Roe is Institutional Suicide for the Court. And the author is Noah Feldman. Really, I mean, he laid this out. So let me read a few excerpts from it. okay? and then we're going to discuss it. So modern constitutional laws we have known ended today. When the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and Casey v. Planned Parenthood, it repudiated the very idea that America's highest court exists to protect people's fundamental liberties from legislative majorities that would infringe upon them. What the dissent aptly called a catastrophic decision is not only catastrophic for women, who now can be forced to carry unwanted pregnancies to term. It is a catastrophe for all Americans and for people all over the world who have built their own modern constitutional courts on the U.S. model. The tyranny of the majority won the day. The right to an abortion was based on the principle of a living constitution that evolves to expand liberty and equality. That same master principle of modern constitutional law provided the groundbreaking for Brown v. Board of Education, ending segregation. It was the basis for Oberfeld v. Hodges finding a right to same-sex marriage. It is the same principle that undergirds dozens of other decisions establishing rights we today consider fundamental, from sexual freedom to stop and seizure that were not considered summarily basic in 1791 when the Bill of Rights was ratified or in 1868 when the 14th Amendment was. In place of the living constitution that protects liberty and equality from the tyranny of the majority, the court in Dobbs v. Jackson's Women Health Organization announced a constitution that only protects rights that already existed in the distant past. The majority considered it irrelevant that the people who ratified the original constitutional provisions did not include women whose rights are at issue in Dobbs and whose equality is degraded by the decision. Accordingly to the majority, the dead hand of the past rules our constitutional future. It is no exaggeration to say. That Dobbs decision written by Justice Samuel Alito and joined by four other conservatives is an act of institutional suicide for the Supreme Court. The legitimacy of the modern court depends on its capacity to protect the vulnerable by limiting how the majority can infringe on basic rights to liberty and equality. The Dobbs majority not only takes the court out of that business, it holds the court should never have expanded the protection of liberty and equality in the first place. The most basic argument of the Dobbs decision is that in 1868, states did not consider abortion a fundamental right. That is accurate, as the material dissent co-authored by Justices Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan acknowledges. But in 1868, there was also no clearly established right to contraception. There were no Miranda rights to protect arrestees. There was no right to choose your own sexual partner, let alone to marry the person you love. And there is no definitive historical evidence that the people who ratified the 14th Amendment thought that doing so prohibited segregation. If you take Dobbs's logic seriously, all the landmark decisions establishing these rights are wrong. Will the court now undertake a majority effort to revisit these court rights? Alito's majority opinion, which is not significantly different from his leaked draft, tries to suggest the court will not do that. Its only basis for the suggestion is to say that abortion is, quote, unique because it involves life. Justice Clarence Thomas, in a separate concurrence, called openly for revisiting rights to sexual freedom and gay marriage. The dissenters argued. Cogently, that it is now open season on those in similar basic rights. It is hard for me to imagine, this is the author, that the rest of the conservative judges actually plan to roll back many of our most fundamental rights. Unfortunately, that hardly matters. State legislatures can and will now pass laws that violate or eliminate those rights. The lower courts will have to adjudicate them. Ultimately, the Supreme Court will have to weigh in again. The reason all of this will happen is that the court didn't just overturn Roe. By overturning Casey, it called into question the core ideas that the justices follow precedent. Casey stood for the idea that the court would uphold its past decisions absent a major transformative reason to do so. Under Casey, lower courts would leave precedent in place. That norm is now gone. It's open season on fundamental rights. Finally, a dead, a non-living constitution is a catastrophe because history doesn't actually limit the justice's discretion. Originalism was supposed to deliver judicial restraint. It doesn't. The majority can read history however it wants and does. A conservative majority with no respect for precedent can easily be the most activist, activist, court we've ever had. In short, the modern constitution will never be the same. Neither will the Supreme Court. Dobbs will go down as one of the worst decisions in the court's history. Dobbs reverses rights on which the whole country has relied for a half a century. The court has never done that before. The consequences will be disastrous. And far reaching I just read for you And I had not planned to read that whole article out loud I was just going to take bits and pieces But it is an opinion piece It appeared in Bloomberg We'll have it in notes And the title again is Ending Role is Institutional Suicide for the Supreme Court And it's written by Noah Feldman Man, Noah laid that out I mean baby he, Noah broke that all the way down The bottom line is this Is that we are in trouble The Supreme Court f- up royally on purpose, and the fundamental rights that we have enjoyed in this country are all in peril. And when you would talk about states' rights, we know that the whole notions of states' rights do not work, especially if you're black, especially if you are part of a marginalized community. But let me go back, baby, to if you're black, states' rights really? Oh no, we are on very dangerous territory. And so what I am saying to the people on this day, that as you protest, stand up and push these damn Democrats to use the power that they have before it's too damn late. They can answer the United States Supreme Court with two middle fingers, being that they codify Roe. Abolish the damn filibuster And use the power That the people of this country gave you in 2020 And stop singing and playing games And fundraising Off of shit you knew was going to happen in the first place
2: If you're looking for the most epic place on earth Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall Then trek through the thick jungle Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4
1: cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect.
2: I'm 19, strong.
1: And asthmatic and at higher risk.
2: May have a lower response to the vaccine side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site fatigue headache muscle and joint pain for full prescribing information please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit prevnar20.com
1: ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with prevnar 20 even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine
3: and i know people are feeling really hopeless in this moment and there's a lot Reasons why from the Supreme, United States Supreme Court gone wild to some members of a Congress that is democratically controlled and a president sitting back acting as though they have no power at all. To the trauma and drama still being felt because of this pandemic Again, the pandemic is not over People's suffering is not over People's pain is not over And just too many people in power have a cavalier attitude towards the suffering of others So there are some confounding or compounding variables happening to all of us And make no mistake, Roe v. Wade It's not just about role, it is about other matters in this country Anytime, as I said before, anytime these people start talking about states' rights We're all in trouble The filibuster must be abolished And we need the establishment Democrats to fight to do it They're the ones that are in control in that Congress, in both houses And they control the presidency So we need establishment Democrats to pretend like they're fighting progressives Then maybe we'll get something done there is no reason to stay this course. There's none whatsoever. So some of the things that can be done. First of all, the Supreme Court can be expanded. That can happen. There's no reason why, but we got we have to abolish the filibuster. That has to happen in order for the United States Congress to do the people's business bidding. That means that the Democrats need to abolish the filibuster. They have the power. The Supreme Court has changed size seven times. So don't let nobody tell you this is radical. It's never been done. Oh, no, baby, it's been done seven times. I cannot stress this enough. Once the GOP controls the White House and both chambers of that Congress, they will not abide by any norms. They will accelerate this country into wild authoritarianism. They will. So it is time for us to act or them to act because the voters have already acted. You gave Democrats the power in 2020 and now it is time for us to make some demands on the people who had the power and stop allowing them to pretend as though they are powerless. Trust me, they are not. They are not powerless. There are things that they can do. Oh, and let me go back to this point because we're going to ride mansion and cinema, but they're not the only ones. Because there are others hiding behind them conveniently. But both senators, Manchin and Sinema, voted to bypass the filibuster in December of 2021. I'm old enough to remember that. They voted to bypass the filibuster in December of 2021. So people really need to stop making excuses for them or anybody else that is in that Congress, whether it's the House of Representatives or the United States Senate. We got to put some pressure on these fools. So it has been done and it can be done. And there's no time for telling people to calm down. Ain't nobody calming down. Our very democracy is hanging by a thread. These state trigger laws, they're going to trigger a whole bunch of stuff. They're talking about Plessy versus Ferguson. You got Justice Clarence Thomas saying, let's go back and revisit contraception. This is the wild, wild west. You hear me? But only the wild, wild west Is the wild, wild United States of America It is that way now It doesn't have to be that way We gotta force these people So all this marching and stuff Is good Look, I love a good march But let me tell you something. Marching against an unelected United States Supreme Court does not cut it. They're not elected. They have lifetime appointments. What we should be marching on is that Congress and the presidency. That's where the march happens. Those people have to run for office. Those people have to get elected. Those people have to answer directly to the people. So march on who needs to be marched on. The people who have the power to do something about it. The United States Supreme Court did what they did as rotten and wrong as it was. Now the ball is in the court of the Congress and the Congress can change this. They can codify role. They're not helpless in this. They can do something about it. And that's, that's who the hell we should be marching on. But Eli, uh, Mastal, you know, brother Eli, he laid it out. He was on uh, MSNBC, I believe. And he, said the following, I mean, he said a lot, but this really stuck out, quote, the Biden administration should take executive action to lease existing federal facilities to abortion providers in each state in which abortion becomes illegal. After all, several things that can be done I was just on with Attorney Barbara Arnoir who laid out that the Congress can put stipulations on, you know, change the rules so that when it comes to changing any laws, the Supreme Court has to have like a majority of the justices. Something like, that. I mean, all, there's always something that can be done. So do not allow these people... And I'm primarily talking about the people in both elected power, these people who want to clutch the pearls and tighten the ties, the people who are more concerned with decorum than action. Don't let them tell you that they're powerless and helpless. Find a way. If they really wanted things to change, they would find a way other than telling people to go vote in November. People did vote in 2020 November. And look what happened. Weakness the Republicans don't give a damn and the Democrats are weak. We need some warriors, but we need some fighters. We need some people that's going to take it to them. And this is why we need the people. General strike. We can't keep putting up with this. Now, Einstein defined insanity. He said doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. We will not get different results until we get some warriors up in there. It's row today. It's going to be a whole bunch of other stuff tomorrow. You mark my words. We definitely need more elected officials with a sense of purpose and some damn spine, a backbone. Makes no sense what's happening. Does not have to be this way. Does not. So I'm glad to see folks speaking out and speaking up. But let's go on and put this energy where it belongs on these damn elected officials on the federal level. And while we at it, damn it, we got to get some people elected on the state level, abdicated the responsibility. I'm old enough to remember That after President Obama was elected, that 2010 midterm election got killed on the state level, lost like over a thousand seats across the country. Jesus. And do you know where most of this bad stuff is happening on the state level of government? In my state of Ohio, they already had a trigger law waiting because they knew, the Republicans knew it was just a matter of time before Roe v. Wade was overturned because you know what? Republicans played a long game. They playing chess and Democrats playing checkers. No, Democrats playing tiddlywinks. They playing less than checkers. Hell, I don't even know what the game tiddlywinks is, but whatever it is, they they child's play. Because what the Republicans do, baby, they look, if they don't get you today and they don't get you tomorrow... It might be five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, 50 years down the road, but they got their sights locked in and they get you. And this is where we are today. We are in crisis and people need to start acting like we're in crisis and stop playing these games. So brothers and sisters, family and friends, keep the faith, keep the fight and let's direct this action and this energy where it needs to be directed and stop letting these people get off the hook. Hell, I got higher expectations of my one-year-old and my two-year-old. Than we do are these grown people with big titles talking big shit and doing absolutely nothing. And while you at it, don't give them a dime. These people fundraising off of this. They not doing nothing, but they taking your money. They lying. Don't give them anything. That's it. We need to channel that rage into making sure that there's a consequence for these people not doing their job in this Congress. Because that is it. And that's all. Now hello everybody On this episode You've been listening to Hello Somebody On the Black Effect Podcast Network This edition is I'm madder than a motherfucker Thank you for listening Keep the faith Lord Jesus And it's very hard right now We gotta keep the faith And we gotta keep the fight Is coming. The pain is numbing. Try to shoot for the stars if you're going to aim for something. Embrace the love for your brother and sister. Unity's the missing brush. We need to puzzle this picture. Let's paint it up. Frame it up. For the world to see. Hang the hatred up. Enough is enough. Is enough. Making changes on us. In Turner, her voice is the truth, her wise words inspire the youth to keep their eyes on the roof, it's the end, never give up, keep conquering goals, to the eye, intelligence silver, wisdom is gold, back to the end, now is your time, stay firm, don't fold, to the A, all you need is the three bones, that's what granny said, now I'ma make sure these words from granny spread, for all of here just give her your ear, she can take you to the promised land, I swear, world peace is what they fear, from Queens to Cleveland, Ohio we here, famous. Somebody is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Got my PrevNAR20 shot.
1: It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect.
2: I'm 19, strong,
3: and asthmatic, and at higher risk
1: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
3: ATT connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three hour philosophy show, change the drive into work in traffic so slow.